Wait, you've got to be kidding me. Let's get this untwisted. I feel very nervous right now. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Twisty Pod podcast, the Don't Get It Twisted podcast, the podcast where we untwist the twisted truth on all things health and fitness and wellness and love and life. Welcome to, I'm about to drop a big fat ball right now. Welcome to your last episode of 2021. I think we all, I think we all knew this was coming. I usually always do a break this time of year just so I can focus on the holidays, focus on the holiday season, being with my family and my loved ones. And I apologize that I feel like I'm springing this on you on the very last episode. And I'm sorry if I just completely ruined your day. But I also encourage you to use this as an opportunity to, you know, unplug these last few weeks of the year. And if you're typically a podcast listener and I totally threw off your podcast schedule, like I said, I sincerely apologize, but I promise I'll be back in the new year with many more fun episodes to come. But uh, it's just, you know, a good way to refresh. I unfortunately took a long break, not even that too long ago. That was in August when I really felt like I needed to reset. And I'm kind of coming onto a very similar narrative right now as I'm taking my next break from the podcast. I'm just going to be like very transparent and honest with you all. But first of all, hi, because it has been so long since I feel like I've actually sat down and chatted. That's where all of the nerves are coming from today. I did, I think, two back-to-back episodes with guests, which were absolutely amazing. If you hadn't had a chance to listen or watch those yet, highly recommend. They're both so knowledgeable, so interesting to just gather every bit of information from their brain. I love talking to people smarter than me, more wise than me. It's the best way to learn. You know, the smartest thing that you can do in life is work with people smarter than yourself. Um, And I absolutely adore them. So I hope that you like those episodes. But because I have been away, you know, just from having this one-on-one conversation, there's been so much that we haven't chatted about. First and foremost, it's the freaking holiday season, baby. We're in the thick of it. We're in the thick of December. Here we are enjoying the heck out of ourselves, being the part Christmas elves that we all are. I hope that you're having as great of a season as I hope that you can. To be quite fair with you, I feel like I've had a hard time fully letting myself get into the spirit. Not exactly that I'm lacking in spirit, but that I'm lacking in activities. I have this thing every year where I put so much pressure on myself to get as much done as I can at the forefront of December. So then at the back half of the month, I can relax, you know, starting around like 18th, 19th, I start to check out because I want to be relaxed. Those are my final few days before Christmas, which to be honest, is sometimes better than the actual holiday itself. Those are the moments I want to enjoy. Those are the memories I want to make. And it makes me sad that I would have to primarily focus on work during those times. So I try and like bulk up as much as I can in the first few weeks of December. So then I can relax the last few, enjoy the last few weeks of the year and then, you know, get back into gear. But because you work so hard at the beginning, I have little time to just like watch a movie marathon of all my favorite holiday movies or bake cookies or do holiday-esque things and drive around and see Christmas lights. All of those things that I look forward to, it's very hard to prioritize, I think, when my time is so limited and I'm getting mad at myself for not being a better holiday activity gal and I'm really trying to work on it. So that's me outwardly, explicitly making a promise to myself that I'm going to be better 
and I'm going to get my booty into gear so I can get all of these holiday things under my belt and I don't look back at December, you know, like being upset with myself. And I hope that you do the same, you know, even if you don't celebrate, if there's a different memory that you absolutely love in December that you haven't been able to do yet, I encourage you to do it. Do it during this podcast break when the normal hour that we would have chatted with one another, take a little time, watch a little movie, listen to a, a holiday podcast. <laughs> uh also, as I was saying, I wanted to be very transparent with you all because I feel like most of the time, this podcast is my primary love. Like YouTube has always going to have my heart. It's always going to be the place that started my passion for everything. It's always the place that I turned to when I felt like I was lowest in my life and YouTube saved me, truly. But the podcast has always had this really unique, special place in my heart because I, my pillow is getting messed up right next to me. Here I am trying to flaunt my decorations. I feel like on the podcast, I can be so vulnerable. And I've always said, whoever listens to my podcast, I feel the most connected to you because it's such a unique platform where we can just have these long, deep conversations. And it's not like you can really do that on YouTube or like, who's really going to watch that? You know, most people don't really like that, but something about a podcast is very intimate and I love that. And I think right now, just because I decided to undertake Vlogmas, which if you're not familiar, if you don't watch my videos, Vlogmas is this thing that lifestyle YouTubers started doing, I'm going to say like seven or eight years ago. And essentially they started this trend where every single day during the month of December, you upload a video every single day particularly vlogs. You know, you would vlog your day every single day and then the following day you upload the vlog. It is a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. And I think primarily a lot of creators tend to do that because the payoff is also massive. A lot of marketing companies have an end of the year budget and they can throw their money into things like YouTube, Instagram, et cetera, at the end of the year. And so sometimes that's a big incentive for a lot of creators to do something like Vlogmas. That wasn't Taylor's incentive, but Taylor just happens to love the holiday season. And that was her main motive for wanting to be a part of all of this madness. So I'd never done something like Vlogmas before. And I always thought it was too overwhelming to do. And to be fair, it would be very overwhelming to do on my own. I decided a few months ago that I wanted to give it a shot. And I was going to do so alongside one of my good friends and part-time editors, Amanda Wan. Amanda has her own podcast. I know a lot of you listen to it as well. It's called Behind the Girl Boss Podcast. And she's also a fellow creator. She has helped me with some of my videos in the past when I felt like very overwhelmed. And essentially, she just like takes a lot of the footage. Like if I sit down with two hours of footage, she cuts it down to, let's say, 20 or 30 minutes of the actual good stuff. And then I can go in and just add the fluff. So it takes a whole lot of the pressure off of me to do it all on my own. And doing it alongside Amanda has made Vlogmas possible for myself. So when I made that decision to do Vlogmas, I knew that I couldn't do it, you know, actually filming the videos plus editing them plus uploading them everything without a little bit of external help. And I'm very grateful that she's a dear friend and she's somebody that I trust and I'm comfortable with and she does a great job and highly recommend like she edits anybody's videos. So reach out to her if you need help. Anywho, I, I've loved, 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 loved doing Vlogmas. We're still in the thick of it. Like you're going to be listening to this a little bit later, but it is so much fun. I knew I would. 
I knew I wanted to do it because it was so Taylor. You know, I'm such a holiday elf. I love this time of year. It is so the time that I feel the most alive. And I say that a lot, but it's so stinking true and it's very cheesy, but it's true. Like I feel the most like my best self this time of year. So I knew that doing something like Vlogmas was going to be very healthy and fun for me, but I didn't know how genuinely joyful I would be that I am right now. I have not felt this inspired and this creative in my content in such a long time. And I'm really just like having fun with it. I'm experimenting. I'm trying different styles of vlogs, different styles of videos, still doing like some occasional um, typical content, let's say, like I uploaded a Christmas dance workout video, for example, very on brand, very usual, very still fun, you know, mix of workouts plus Taylor plus the holiday season, like the perfect Taylor combo wombo deal. However, just, I don't know, I felt like before I was going into what I call Twistmas, my version of Vlogmas, <laughs> get it, twisty, Twistmas, before I was going into it, I was kind of anticipating, all right, this is going to suck, <laughs> to be honest. I was nervous. I thought it was going to be so much work. I stress out about uploading two videos a week. That's my normal schedule. I do two weekly uploads and I have such a hard time getting those videos finished in that amount of time. And now I'm trying to do 20 videos in one month. Most creators actually do 25. They do from the 1st to the 25th of December. I decided I'm not I'm not giving up those final five days that I absolutely love right before Christmas. So I said the 20 days of Twistmas was very catchy and it, it fit much better for me. But I kind of anticipated absolutely hating it. But I one, have found it so manageable. I think mostly in part because of Amanda for making my life much more bearable. She's editing like two thirds of the videos that I'm doing. And the last, like, you know, I can be a big girl and I can handle on my own. I just, I never realized I was going to have this much fun with it. But I think because I'm dedicating so much of my energy there, I can't have so much more of my attention diverted elsewhere. And that's kind of where the podcast comes in because typically this would be something that I'm also giving 100% of my effort to. But right now it just isn't feasible. And I think because I'm using so much of my creative energy with Twistmas, I just don't have that same fire right now with podcasting. And I don't want to ever like release an episode just because it's a Monday or just to put something out just to give you content. I always, always across all of my platforms, I never want to just make something to make something because that's not genuine. That's also not how creativity works. It's so interesting. I mean, if you're on TikTok, you maybe don't see this maybe as much as I do, but sometimes I get on the content creation side of the for you page where I'm scrolling through my videos and, you know, it's like funny things and dorky things, whatever. And then I'll land on all of these pages that are specifically designed to help out content creators. And they give tips or they'll be like, use this trending sound right now and mimic it along your niche and you'll go viral. Like it's kind of cheesy like that, but those always come up on my feed, I'm guessing because of what I do. And sometimes they will suggest that If you want to, let's say, make it big, quote unquote, on TikTok, you should be uploading three to five videos per day. Three to five videos. That could be videos of any length, could be of any content creation, like whatever. But three to five videos is a lot to ask 
of anybody. And I mean, I'm not blaming it on them. They're not the ones that came up with the rules. They're just promoting what strategies they've heard are best or maybe what have worked for them. But as a, a creative person, it is like it's such an ebbs and flows sort of mentality of when your creative your creative juices flow you know you can't always just expect yourself to be constantly creative like you ever sit down and write an essay or something there's moments when you have absolutely nothing running through your mind you're like I can't put any words on this paper right now but then give yourself two hours later and you're in the shower and all of a sudden the full essay is written for itself it it just comes in waves so it's a lot to I feel like assume that creators can constantly just post five videos a day that are absolutely perfect and top notch. And it kind of goes the same for YouTube slash podcasting, whatever. If I don't have this massive amount of creativity flowing or I don't maybe have anything to say for a full podcast episode, I'm not going to torture you and just like upload one of me ranting. That's actually why I took my break back in August because I started to feel a very similar sentiment where I felt like I wasn't adding value to your podcast minutes anymore. I felt like I was going through this moment where I was just flowing through the motions because I thought I was supposed to be uploading a weekly podcast. But at the time, I just didn't really have that much to say anymore. And I needed to just take a step back, kind of humble myself, realize that I needed to be adding more value to your day rather than just having this platform to have it. And that's why I decided to take my step back. And I am hoping to do the exact responsible thing right now and take this end of the year break. And yeah, I don't want to give you anything less than 100% of myself, 100, 110% of myself. And I hope that you understand and respect that as well. Um, and it's just a good time to detox. Like I- hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I said use this as a good reminder to just kind of unwind for your time of year, for, for your enjoyment. And get yourself enjoying the holiday season, you know? You know? <laughs> There's this girl I love on TikTok and she always says, you know? <laughs> and I can't say it without thinking of her. A few life updates, though, before I forget and before we just, you know, sign off for forever. <laughs> Not really. One, I haven't given you a proper update on my personal training in quite some time. And actually, I'm in my very last week as of right now. I'm thinking I will probably make like a summary YouTube video about it because I think it is valuable to talk about. And as somebody who's possibly considering doing something of the sort in my future, it would be helpful to give an honest, reflective summarization of my experience, I guess. I mean, I've been doing it for the past three months. That's three months of my life I've spent, you know, with somebody certified giving me help and advice and guidance on how to um, continue on my fitness journey. So as I mentioned, I I got a trainer, I believe it was the middle of September was when I signed up with her. Her name is Maddie. She's absolutely fantastic. Her handle on Instagram is Madeline Faith Fitness. 
And she and I had been following each other. We'd been mutuals for a while. And I think that was why I eventually kind of like made the decision to sign up for training because I felt comfortable reaching out to her. And I would always be opposed to the idea of training because I would get nervous that maybe I'd feel judged by the trainer. But because I had already felt like I kind of had an established relationship with her, like just not like on a friendly level, we would DM from time to time as I hit my microphone. I felt more comfortable to kind of indulge in this very vulnerable setting. So I did it. And I went to her specifically with the purpose of helping, trying to grow, as in grow my muscles, and also have a little bit of guidance on reverse dieting. I had undergone a bit of a cut this past summer, and I was a little bit nervous because it was my first time cutting, as in slowly decreasing my calories over a certain period of time. Um, and I, I didn't want to hurt my metabolism. I didn't want to damage it in any way. And I wanted to make sure that I would safely get out of my cut because you can only be in a cut for so long. You know, you can't let your body continually decrease and decrease calories. And I wanted to make sure that I was safely doing this in a very helpful and guided environment. So that's why I reached out to her. And then, like I mentioned, I felt like I just wanted like a little bit more help, I suppose. I felt like for the longest time, I was kind of like figuring my way around the gym and I was trying to like take hints from what I what I had been learning as somebody trying to get their certification but then also I I didn't fully have every bit of information on how to build myself a good training program and to build myself a good split so she was kind of like the perfect person for me to knock on her door and I just feel like it came at the absolute perfect time. First and foremost, I I knew going into this that it was a three-month commitment. And I, completely honest with you, to be completely honest with you, I was nervous at first because I thought, okay, I'm starting this in September. What's three months from September, the holiday season? Do I want to be doing this during the holidays? Do I want to be doing this over my birthday? Halloween. I kept thinking like, okay, there's all of these major holidays in between that might interfere with me being a good client how does that allow me to still take her program on? And that was honestly actually the same reason why I decided to do it because I knew I couldn't continually say, well, I'm going to do this when. I'm going to wait for the proper time. I'm going to wait for the right moment because um, first of all, when is the right moment? Second of all, your life isn't on pause. And that was probably one of the best things that I learned from her was – One, you can't mess up your life. And two, it's never going to be this perfect scenario where every card is falling into place at the exact right time. It's you learning to take your life into your own hands and learning true and real food freedom and balance and taking care of yourself in the best way possible. I really feel like Maddie was so fantastic to me because she wasn't, one, ever trying to push anything on me that was toxic or hurtful to me or my image in any sort of way. She was constantly uplifting me, constantly being so kind to me. And I always felt so supported by her. And everything came from such a healthy mindset. Like what are victories in your everyday life that have nothing to do with the way you look that were a highlight of your day, a highlight of your week? She would 
just always give me like the best little snippets of advice and I feel like I've snuck them in and hopefully given her credit to them as well. But like I just I never thought of things in the way that she phrased them and I just think of her as like so wise and kind. Like I would think Oh, I'm so mad at myself that I missed my workout today. I wanted to go to the gym and I wanted to do a leg day, but it's 11 p.m. at night and I still have things to do. I have videos to edit and I'm so mad at myself that I didn't get my leg day in. But I look back at my day and I went on a walk with Reese, let's say, and I would tell this to Maddie and I would say, I was kind of mad at myself. Like I, I didn't get in that leg day. Gosh, can I say words? I didn't get in my leg day and I'm upset. And she would say, well, your body doesn't know the difference. Your body doesn't know that you had a leg day scheduled. You still got in that walk. You still gave your body movement. And any movement is better than no movement at all. All movement is good movement. But even just like having that little flip of a switch in your brain that your body has no idea you scheduled in a leg day was kind of like groundbreaking to me. I always felt like, I was letting my body down if I missed a workout, but we never focus on things like that. It would be, well, Taylor, let's look at every single bit of your week. You were having a really low week mentally, maybe. You weren't getting enough sleep. You were really stressed about work. Like these were all factors that we all talked about every single week. And you started to just look at things in such more of a holistic lens that really helped me to give my body so much more grace to not think about everything just surrounding solely a singular workout in regards to my entire healthy lifestyle because it's not just about working out it's about every single element that goes into it your period your sleep schedule your water intake your nutrition the amount of protein that you got in your stress levels the ways that you dealt with your stress your other movement your neat outside of your workouts I learned so much in that capacity from her that I could not be more grateful for. And like, I wasn't going into this for some sort of miraculous three-month, you know, miracle change in my body. I do feel like I've definitely seen a lot of progress. And also, I feel like it truly did take me three months to see that sort of sustainable progress. So that's just kind of another little reminder to you that, slow and steady wins the race and to be so kind to your body and kind to the shifting ways that we fluctuate from the beginning of our day to the end of our day. But I, I feel like the value I received from her is invaluable. Just the level of even like confidence I feel like she helped instill in me and helping me. This feels like I'm just like giving a big, huge ad (laughs) to Maddie. But this is kind of like a pitch for for all holistic trainers and for everybody that kind of looks at fitness from this very realistic perspective that it's one, not all about these quick transformations because that just isn't realistic. But two, you have to take into consideration every element of your day and your life and your week and what's been going on and what's eating at your brain and and how does that affect your mood, which then affects your energy, which then affects how much you want to go to the gym and even how strong you're getting based on the energy that you have to give to those workouts. Like I, I feel like I learned so much more from her than I ever expected because I was going into this just wanting a little bit of help on 
how to eat more calories essentially. And here we are three months later and I just feel very renewed and rejuvenated. And I had definitely a lot of ups and downs and we would do lots of check-ins every single week. I would send her a check-in and I would reflect on my week and how I was. And it would be really interesting. Like I would, I'd write in one week and I'd say, this is great. Like I'm loving it. I'm having such a good week. And then the next week I'd say, I didn't have good self-confidence this week. I felt like I had low self-esteem and blah, 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 blah. And then the following week I'd be like, I think I'm getting a little bit better. And then it would be like a cycle all over again. And somewhere along the lines, I kind of tuned into that and I realized I'm constantly going through the cycle of I feel good. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I feel great. I feel horrible. I feel good. I feel great. I feel horrible. <laughs> the more I talk, the less sense my words make and they just mumble all together. But I think having that recognition, because I never journal, I never, I never track anything. I've talked about how helpful it is to actually be tracking my progress in both this journaling way and also uh, tracking my weights, tracking how much I'm lifting, my rest time, everything. It just goes to show like investing in yourself is so worth it in every single sense of the word. And I wish I I could continue on with her and, and do another three months, three years, whatever. But now I feel like I'm really well prepared to take on this next chapter of this next year, these next three months, however you want to look at it, of just like Taylor one-on-one again. And how can I take care of myself? How can I take these lessons that I've learned from her and apply them on my own? Because I feel like constantly in the back of my head for the past three months, I've known that I'm going to be reporting into her. I've known that I'm going to be messaging her and, you know, like, okay, if I, if I knew I had to schedule out my workouts for the week, I would kind of have her in the back of my mind. Like, oh, I, I should get that in because I don't want to tell Maddie I didn't get in my workouts. Cause I mean, that's a ho- the whole accountability part. You know, you have to hold yourself accountable. It's like getting in an assignment for a teacher. You obviously want to do the assignment, but you know, you have to get it done because you don't want them to get mad at you or you don't want a bad grade, all of the above. I felt like, that was always at the back of my mind. And that was sometimes a determiner of whether or not I'd go to the gym on certain days. Like I would be happy that I could text her that I did the workout. But now I need to kind of like turn the page and remember that at the end of the day, I'm doing this for myself. And of course, she was so helpful and such a great mentor, but I don't, and the kind, this is going to sound like it's me, but I mean this in the best way. Like I don't live my life for her. I'm going to the gym and living this healthy lifestyle for me. She's helping me along the way. She's holding my hand. And, you know, it's like the biblical phrase, like she taught me how to fish. So now I can feed myself for the rest of my life. And that's really exciting. I feel like I was about to get choked up. I'm getting choked up a lot this time of year. I think it's like, it's the holiday season for sure. Every day during Twistmas, I've been trying to highlight a different charity. And most of the time, I can't get through like a little reading because I'll do like a little spotlight, a little summary of it. Most of the time I can't get through it without like a little bit of some choking. Like 
tears are being held back because just certain things like start to tug at your heartstrings right now and you start to realize how insignificant certain things are. Like I even think how much I worry about getting myself to the gym on a weekly basis or how much I think my fitness routine is so prevalent or, or whatever. Like I just give myself the hardest of times. But then you you come to this time of year and you kind of have this recognition that you're just so grateful for every small thing in your life. Or I'm just so grateful that I have this body that I can walk over to the gym and I can lift weights and I feel powerful and I feel strong and I have the ability to do those things. That's something I think not intentionally, but you start to take for granted the other months of the year or even just any time of the year. And it it really gets sentimental when you sit back and you realize how lucky you are, how thankful you are for every little thing in your life. And I'm, ugh, yeah, I have to change the subject because I'm going to get a little, I'm going to get a little teary. But um, on that note, because it is the end of the year, I just want to say thank you also for sticking with me this year for the Twisty Pod podcast. So many of you were so thoughtful and you tagged me in your little Spotify wrapped um, that I was like your top podcast of the year. And that is like the sweetest thing in the world. And it means so much to me that you spent this time with me. And I mean, we came so far this year. If you even think back to the beginning of the year, I did a whole rebrand with the podcast. You know, we we changed our logo. We changed our direction. We took a break. We had a breakdown. We, we came back. We're wearing Christmas sweaters. We have video podcasts now. So much has changed in the best way possible. And I couldn't do it all without you. So thank you for another amazing year of podcasts. I'm not leaving just yet. The podcast isn't over yet, but um, couldn't forget to thank you all. So thank you for being you, for sticking around with me. I love you all so, 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 so stinking much. I wanted to do like a quick little segment on the holidays. And I think I mentioned this right before Thanksgiving, but just wanted to do like another little cute recap on how to approach the holiday season when you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed. And I used to struggle with this a shit ton. I would think I would be so nervous, let's say, like to go home from college to have Christmas with my family because I felt like, oh no, I'm going to lose all my progress. I can't go to the gym anymore. I can't use the squat rack because we don't have a squat rack at home. I'm going to totally lose all my progress. I just get so worked up for something that is supposed to be the most joyful time of the year. Christmas is my favorite time of the entire year. I don't want to spend any waking minute of those few short days I have with my family stressing out about working out, about eating a certain thing, about what I am or am not eating, drinking or not drinking, whatever. I don't want to stress one bit. I want to have the most joyful, fun time possible. And I work my butt off all year long. Those few short days are nothing in the grand scheme of your whole entire life. And in fact, those are the times that you should be the most joyful, the most grateful, making the most memories. And as I always say, memories are often associated with food and enjoyment and drinks and and whatever you want to do to just have a good time with the people that you love. So don't spend those few days worried about what you are or aren't eating or whether you're moving or not, use that time to be 
as present and as joyful and as thankful as possible. If you have like the liberty to wake up a few minutes early and like do a little morning jog, a little morning outdoor walk or something, maybe you bring along your sister, you bring along your dog, that's like an easy way of making sure that you're still staying present as much as possible, but you're also not making this time of year so focused around working out because in the grand scheme of things, it really is not that important. Now, of course, I also understand how workouts are very essential, especially for mental health. And in that case, like I said, I always think the best thing to do is to do your workouts at a time that don't maybe like inconvenience the rest of the family. So if you know you really wanted to do a workout one day, just get up a little bit earlier than the rest of the family and, and do it before anybody else is awake. Or maybe um, you can do it in the middle of the day when everybody's taking like a little post-dinner nap. I don't know. <laughs> I I just think it should be at the very least not at the expense of somebody else's time because you think you flew home all those miles, you spent all that money to go home. Don't spend time away from them just to do one singular workout if at all possible. Then if you want to think about like nutrition and stuff, I I personally am just like under the mindset of F it. Go enjoy yourself. I'm cur- currently on a journey of trying to increase my protein, especially as I'm lifting more and more. And that's something that is like a, a very helpful goal for me. And it's the only thing I really focus on. I don't worry too much about like how many calories I'm eating, et cetera, mainly just the protein in particular. But when I'm at home, if I I don't have the protein supplements or any of the protein foods that I normally have in my apartment, I'm not going to feel bad about it. I'm going to eat what I can. I'm going to eat what I want. I'm going to listen to my body. I'm going to just eat intuitively. And that's, I think, the best thing that you can do for yourself. There's also like a lot of fun, delicious treats this time of year. Treats that I dream about all year long. You're telling me you're not going to have some of that Yuletide log or (laughs) whatever it's called? Heck yeah, you are. Because it's delicious and it's calling your name and you deserve every stinking bite. I, I think that if you'd like to like have a few little tips or whatever, um, with each meal, I try and focus on some sort of protein being kind of like the main staple, adding in a veggie. If you can't add in a veggie during your meal, I add them in as snacks. Like I just sit down with like a whole bunch of cucumbers or carrots or something. Cause I actually enjoy those carrots with hummus, uh, cucumbers with cream cheese. Maybe you could do cucumbers with peanut butter. No, that's more like celery with peanut butter. That's also good too. Or Oreos with peanut butter. (laughs) Uh, That's also like a great way to just kind of make sure that you're not forgetting about your greens. I always forget about my greens, especially this time of year because... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My plate doesn't often look very rainbow-esque. Getting in sleep, of course, is always so important. I feel like sometimes I'm 
all over the place with my sleep schedule because I'm wanting to stay up late and watch movies, but then get up early and get in a workout or, or whatever. But make sure that you're still getting in your eight hours or however much your body needs. If you'd like to do something that's a little bit more movementy, but you still want to do something that is also a holiday activity, one thing that I love to do is walk around and look at Christmas decorations like in a neighborhood, but bringing along the family if at all possible. So encouraging everybody to go on a walk, but not making the walk about getting in 10,000 steps, but making the walk about being with one another, enjoying yourselves, maybe exercising your dog, exercising yourself, but not making that the focus of the movement. You're enjoying the lights, you're enjoying the decorations, but it's not focusing on, I have to do this so I can get a certain amount of steps per day. I think a lot of that is baloney, but that's just me. Um, Yeah. And lastly, just enjoy the heck out of yourself. This is such a beautiful time of year. It is not meant to make you feel bad about yourself. And I hate that the fitness industry really centralizes itself on these kind of like three or four months from November to January. Like, you know, November and December are all about like how to deal with the holidays. And some people don't have as great of advice as I would like to see. Um, And then of course, you know, January is all about like a restart, a reset or, or whatever. I will give you all the hint that we are going to be doing stepping into 22. So that's going to be fun and exciting. And that of course, as you remember from step into 21 is just a way to be more cognizant about your daily movement and finding more little ways to move in your everyday life without stressing yourself out about it, but just making it very healthy, could be for your mental health, could be for your body, your joints, whatever it is. But that's a 22 sort of thing. Right now, we're dealing with December 2021, enjoying ourselves, making the most of ourselves, and not feeling like we have to do all this, like eating all of our sweets and then resetting on January 1st. No, just live your life. Don't feel like you have to go all in and then reset because that's so unrealistic and that's not healthy for any of us. Okay. I'm getting sad because we're almost finishing up our last podcast of the year. I shouldn't be sad. It should be like a good thing, like a very joyful, happy thing. And I'm grateful for how far we've come. I'm grateful for our time together. Let's give our last wellness tip of the year. My wellness tip, my last wellness tip of 2021 is to slow the heck down. Slow the heck down. We're so stinking busy. We're dealing with all this chaos of getting all the work done that we need to get done at the beginning of December so we can enjoy ourselves as much as possible for the holidays. But we're not taking that time to just slow down, watch our favorite Christmas movies, enjoy our favorite Yuletide Carol by the fire. (laughs) We're not doing as much as we can to just turn off our devices, Walk away, be with our family, be present, be joyful, be grateful, be thankful. All the fulls. Enjoy yourself. Slow the heck down. Be thankful for every minute and moment that you have with family. If you're even lucky enough to see family this holiday season, because I'm not even sure that I can. And be so grateful that you've come and you've accomplished all of 2021 because it's been a really freaking hard year. Question of the week. Our last question. I should have done this before the wellness tip because that was a cute way to end it. Nice job, Taylor. Um, what is your favorite holiday treat? This isn't exactly a good answer, but 
I was thinking my favorite holiday treat, or at least like my favorite, one of my favorite holiday traditions, my family and I, we always have a Christmas Eve dinner. That's kind of like our big meal, I guess. In years past, we've typically had Italian food. We'll get Italian food. We'll get calzones. It's like so yummy and delicious. And that's kind of when we go all out. But we order a lot of it or we make a lot of it. So the next morning, all we have is just a whole bunch of leftovers. And usually the general rule is nobody cooks anything on Christmas. We stay in our pajamas all day. We get lazy all day. We just hang out. We open presents in the morning. We watch movies all day. We turn on the Christmas story. That's usually a classic and nobody's allowed to cook. We just eat the leftovers and I love it. The one minor exception to that rule is that we love to have bagels on Christmas morning. We usually order them. Sometimes my mom actually has done orders from um, New York bakeries and she'll order in like the however you do it where like they freeze the the food and ship it across the country. We've done that a few times before. There's also just like great bakeries in my local area that we love to try. But that's one of my favorite, favorite things because the bagels are so stinking good. And it's just like usually a, a perfect little Christmas morning treat. Sometimes we'll have mimosas, we'll have champagne, maybe a little Bloody Mary. It's the best. Also, one of my favorite Christmas traditions is all of the Woods family gals wearing matching holiday pajamas. It's the best. (laughs) Well, with that, I must bid you adieu until 2022. Made that one up on the fly. I am so excited to talk to you again at the start of the new year. As I mentioned, we will be hashtag stepping into 22 where we're going to be encouraging one another to have a little bit more daily movement in our routine. I would love your feedback because this is my beautiful podcast community. I would love your feedback on what is a great way we can all encourage one another outside of a Facebook group or a Discord. I'm not a fan of either. Last year, we had the Step Into 21 Facebook group and I just, I didn't like the platform. I kind of slowly died it off intentionally because it it wasn't it's not that it was bad it's just that I wanted something different. So if there's a different platform that you think is fantastic and works really really well for groups that is not Discord, please let me know. Discord is the most confusing thing ever. I'm happy to like maybe give it a try if one of you wants to message me and be a moderator with me if you think that is the most effective way to do this. Because I know a lot of my audience is younger and Discord is a lot more approachable than Facebook. Like, I don't even have a Facebook. Why was I thinking a Facebook group would be the best approach? I don't freaking know. Anywho, I I would love to do something. So if you have a good suggestion, please, please, please DM me. DM TwistyPod or Taylor Woods, whatever. Please. Okay. I thank you. I love you all so much. Thank you for being a part of this year. Thank you for making 2021 amazing. I would not be here without you. I'm so grateful for you. I love you all so stinking much. This is my Christmas sweater of the day. Um, I'll see you for the last few days of Twistmas. But other than that, I love you. Have a safe and beautiful holiday season. And I will see you in 2022.